Well, good evening, everyone, and welcome to day number 26, day number 26 of our Christ in the Crisis devotional series on the book of Acts, just working with a bit of a different setup tonight, so um, welcome, and uh, for tonight, May the 25th, 2020, so this is day 26, we're going to keep doing this right until Friday. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in with us, those of you who uh, may be watching right now or who will watch or who will listen on our Facebook page or our website at citypointchurch.ca or the Podbean or Apple Podcasts platforms. Oh, I got my jargon straight today. So uh, we're in the book of Acts, which is, of course, a wonderful book in the New Testament to read um, when you are facing difficult moments. Uh, sometimes people read the book of Acts, I don't know, maybe just for the history or just uh, to try and compare how the church was back in that day compared to the church of today. Uh, but really, if you do it as a study of crisis moments in people's lives, um, you will get something uh, out of it. Because the truth is that we see the church here in one moment of crisis after the other, after the other, after the other. And we see how the people behaved, the things they did well, the things they maybe didn't do so well. Um, And tonight we're going to wrap up chapter 15. Uh, There's 28 chapters in the book of Acts. There's five weekdays left to do this. So I really don't think I'm going to finish uh, all these chapters uh, in any kind of detail. So I'll just take different pieces and parts, uh, but I would encourage you to keep on reading. If you have made it this far, you're more than halfway there, and you can get through the whole book of Acts uh, yourself and keep growing and keep learning, okay? Um, So yesterday in our service, uh, we talked about legalism and specifically the crisis of freedom and how uh, the freedom that non-Jewish people were experiencing actually created a crisis in the church. And we talked about that yesterday and talked about what legalism looks like uh, even today. And at the back end of the chapter, there is a, a golden nugget of truth that many, many people miss. Um, uh, Christians often miss it who are reading the book of Acts. Let me just take a look here. Okay, this is looking good, good. Uh, Christians often miss it when they uh, read the book of Acts. Uh, people who have no faith system or not acquainted with Christianity at all have never heard the story uh, that we're about to look at because it's a little bit obscure, but it is very, very real and very relevant for us today. And what this is, is a conflict, a quarrel that takes place, and this is between two friends, two people who have been uh, uh, preaching the, the message of Jesus in all these Gentile uh, towns and cities and villages. Uh, these two men were side by side for the cause of Christ, and they have a serious conflict. And it is recorded for us at the back end of Acts chapter 15. Before we go any further, let re- me remind you that on Sunday, uh, this coming Sunday, is the 31st, and that is Pentecost Sunday. I'll explain a little bit about what that means on Sunday itself, but uh, when the service is over, probably I think about 2 o'clock we'll do it, but I'll get the time uh, uh, solidified 
in the coming days, and I will send everybody who's on our list a link uh, to the Zoom call that we are going to play a special electronic game on, and the winner of that game, who got all the answers in the Book of Acts, the winner of that game is going to receive a brand new iPad uh, uh, from our church, okay? So uh, I hope you're watching, and I hope that you are sharing. I hope that you are using this opportunity to uh, spread some good news to people uh, because uh, there's a lot of bad news that you can find all over the Internet, right? There's stuff everywhere. Well, we're talking about something uh, that's life-changing here, and that is the message of Jesus and salvation. So I challenge you, share these posts. Share them with your friends. Share them with your not-so-friends. It could change their life, okay? Uh, so Acts chapter 15, the back end, um, is after this, this debate, where uh, the church in Jerusalem ends up sending to uh, the church in Antioch, which is 300 miles north, uh, a letter to the Gentiles recommending to them how they should live uh, if they're going to have, you know, uh, a good good relationship and fellowship with these ultra-Orthodox uh, uh, Jewish believers in Jesus. How's this all going to work? So we talked about that yesterday. So back into the chapter... Uh, sometime later, Paul said to Barnabas, let's go back and visit the brothers in all the towns where we preached the word of the Lord, and let's see how they're doing. And uh, Barnabas wanted to take John, also called Mark. Now, this is the writer of the gospel of Mark. But Paul did not think it was wise to take him because he had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in the work. And you can find that if you go back a little bit, a couple of chapters in the book of Acts, you'll see that John Mark abruptly leaves uh, while they're on this, this missionary journey. And so um, they, they're in a dispute. Barnabas wants to take Mark. Paul doesn't think he's got the stuff to to be with them he just he thinks that there's uh, perhaps a character issue something that he's surprised that john mark left them so abruptly and so he doesn't think he's reliable doesn't think he's useful and they had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company what this is recorded for us in the book of acts that paul and barnabas had a fight and split up I mean, this is very, very real little detail that people don't think about, don't preach about, don't talk about. Uh, it's a little bit embarrassing, but it's right there. They had such a sharp disagreement that they parted company. Barnabas took Mark and sailed for Cyprus, but Paul chose Silas and left, commended by the brothers to the grace of the Lord. He went through Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the churches. And um, so it ends, uh, so we think. And uh, then the narrative keeps going, and we follow uh, Paul's journeys and his what will be his second missionary journey. We'll look a little bit at that tomorrow. Now, uh, this is an incredible lesson for us because it shows that these two leaders uh, and and powerfully used of God, both of them, had a dispute, a dispute that wasn't over theology, wasn't over doctrine. 
There was no moral failure on the part of John Mark, but they had a dispute. Paul didn't think he was reliable. Barnabas uh, did. Um, and they split up. And it appears that God blessed both of them, even as they went their separate ways. But the dispute caused this. You say, well, it doesn't seem doesn't seem very Christian. Like, why would they... Why would that happen? Like, why would they split up over something like that? It seems like Paul maybe being a little bit harsh. Um, I don't get it. Well, if you keep reading uh, in your New Testament, you see a couple of amazing clues. And I'll fish this one out for you. Um, in the book of Colossians, which Paul wrote, and chapter 4, uh, this is a prison letter that, that Paul wrote. He's in prison when he's writing. And look at this little, little clue in Colossians chapter 4, verse 10. My fellow prisoner Aristarchus sends you his greetings, as does Mark, the cousin of Barnabas. And almost in a little parenthetical, you have received instructions about him. If he comes to you, welcome him. <laughs> so it appears that Paul ends up in prison with Mark, who he didn't think was reliable at the time when Barnabas and Paul had this argument at the back end of Acts chapter 15. Wow, what, what, how, how things change, how the tide turns, and uh, John Mark ends up in the prison with Paul and probably helping Paul uh, when you see, uh, uh, the only other reference is in um, uh, first. I think it's First Timothy chapter four. I'm just doing this by memory here. First Timothy chapter four. No, maybe it's Second Timothy chapter four. Uh, let me just see. Just bear with me here. The Second Timothy chapter four. Oh, I hope I find it. Yeah, okay, 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 11. This is also uh, written from uh, prison, and this is likely one of the last things that Paul wrote. This is to his protege, Timothy, and Timothy was a pastor in Ephesus, and look what he says to Timothy at the back end of this personal letter. Do your best to come to me quickly for Damas, because he loved this world, has deserted me. And has gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia and Titus to Dalmatia. Only Luke is with me. This would be Luke, the writer of the book of Acts. Get Mark and bring him with you because he is helpful to me in my ministry. Incredible reversal of position and posture by Paul. There is not an explanation given as to what happened. There's not a reason given as to what was there a reconciliation in his relationship with Barnabas? Was there a reconciliation in his relationship with Mark? We are not sure. But what this teaches us is that there are times when people in the community of faith can have a pointed dispute, a pointed argument. It's not a theological thing. It's not a moral thing. It's just they have a very differing position in this particular area of leadership, in this case, Paul at the time didn't think that Mark was reliable. Barnabas is related to Mark and, of course, defends Mark. 
Both of these leaders go on. God blesses their ministry. And we see later in Paul's life a, a, uh, the relationship between him and Mark seems to be a very good one. Uh, and this is very real. This is very real stuff. It happens. Uh, this happens in, in relationships, whether they're Christian or not Christian. It happens. It's very sober, very stark narrative, and it's a very real situation. You have to do a bit of digging, and you have to read the rest of the New Testament to see, ah, okay, you know, uh, Barnabas and Mark are related. Oh, and look at that. Look how Paul and and Mark got along later on, just at, at the end of Paul's life. But it's very real, and it happens. And so I would just encourage you and challenge you. Uh, the relationships that you have with other people matter. And even though there was a dispute that happened there, th- something later happened that was even uh, m- more impressive. And we see Mark becoming useful to Paul. And uh, he he needs Mark uh, toward the end of his life. And that is a, a very good picture of the things that Paul wrote about and how relationships matter. And when there's conflict and when there's dispute, yeah, sometimes it happens that people part company and they go their separate ways. And you see leaders do that. But even better is when there's reconciliation uh, because that is a model of discipleship. So I trust that's a blessing uh, to you, whether you're a Christian or you're whatever religious view or maybe no religious view at all. I hope that it is a blessing to you. I look forward to being with you again tomorrow for day number 27. Stay safe, everyone, and God bless you.